Welcome to Supplemental Lost Dial. I think you're clapping off beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're back uh, for the uh, naughty edition of. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to sound. I'm trying to bring a uh, uh, air of uh, professionalism to the Lost Dial by calling them installments rather than. Uh, that's a good word. Installments. Yeah. This is the the second seventeenth. The set, yeah, the second, the second part of the seventeenth installment of the Lost Dial, with Mike Dupal, Wendy, whatever, and Wendy Aphrodite, Wendy Aphrodite, <laughs> Aphorismo, 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 <laughs> and uh, T. Sterling Watson. Cougar's here too. Coug, Cougar Town is hanging with us. She's got her clipboard. What if I just get the theme song from Cougar Town? Do you? Oh, you don't watch Cougar Town? It's a good oh, show. That is right, that it has is nothing to do with like cougars, though. But it's oh, it doesn't. No, it's hilarious, though. Oh. Just thought I'd throw that in there. I've never seen it. Malone, once again, it's okay. That's why I'm here. I mean, <laughs> truly, you're not really a cougar. The whole cougar thing came up when we were doing our radio final. It was like that was going to be a bit. Was uh, the weather girl was going to be this raging cougar. See, I wasn't on your team, so I didn't know how that what came about of that. That's so. that's really how it came about. It's 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 not like she had a reputation of, you know. So all these years I thought you were just, you know, stalking little boys. Um, okay. Got it. So, you know, sweet Sharon became, you know, <laughs> this crazy enraged cougar. And it's, you know... Just hunting the younger it's, ones. It's, you know, overlapped into the lost dial. She floats around at night and sucks the life <laughs> out of little boys in her bed. <laughs> she, she twitches her nose and the bed the bedroom windows open and she <laughs> floats in. And <laughs> I'm sure probably the men that she's attacked, but they don't really complain, probably. Yeah, and they're not sleeping. <laughs> in her bed sleeping when she's trying to seduce and destroy um but uh yeah so anyway <sighs> um yeah naughty time so that means you can swear that means I can swear Sterling does uh he does not edit the second part it goes up uh, As is. There's a warning so that, you know, Sterling's mom and other moms that hate the show will <laughs> definitely not listen to the second part. Your mom doesn't. Well, she doesn't listen to the second ones, only because I warned her right. and said, hey, don't listen to these because these are where the other co-hosts just run free. Just <laughs> um, And, I mean, that goes the same because I think what you're – I'm still kind of surprised that you were surprised that I like someone like a – Daniel Tosh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just... Uh, he's funny, though. He, he is. He's like, extremely funny. His, his, he's just... He, he's a... He's a... He just has no limits. Like, he just says exactly what 
almost like what people are thinking but are too nice right. to say. And we were all talking before about how people suck, but he's like he really portrays that really well. Just mm-hmm. like his hatred for for Everything. people. It doesn't matter what color your skin is or your sexual orientation or your religion. It's just people, he'll find something in me. Right, people you know, in general suck and he's he's a hateful individual and i and <laughs> i i, I love i love that hateful comedy i mean um he even makes fun of himself but you don't like sarah silverman not really i think it's just a different brand of i mean it, it's it is i mean they're, the they're totally different i mean they're both they're both hateful i but. don't like sarah silverman because i just don't think she's funny i don't know i think yeah the i don't find she comes out with doesn't sound right out of a girl almost i don't know <laughs> it's just like she doesn't I don't know. It just sounds. It just doesn't work for her. And sadly, it's hard in it for women in comedy. And it, I think every female comic talks about it. Um, I think I'm trying to remember if Tina Fey wrote about it in her book. But I mean, a lot of female comics they talk about how difficult it is. Tina and funny, though. she is funny, very funny. Um, I, I won't get into my rant about her. This is um, like the Tina Fey fan base. <laughs> it is. It, it probably should be. <clears throat> she should come visit us. Um, but um, I'm trying to think of other. Funny females. Well, there are out there. Are out there. I like saw a, a stand-up lady comedian the other day. She was absolutely gorgeous too. She looked like a model, and uh, I forget her name, but she was really funny. Hmm. Like I was kind of surprised because it's pretty bad when you turn on the channel and you see like a really pretty girl doing stand-up. You're mm-hmm. just gonna be like, you're like, that's not. Gonna yeah, be it's funny. almost like but a stereotype. She, now. she was. She was really funny. Ellen, she's hilarious. I like. I like the her. Generous. Stand-up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, like I don't watch her show. Though. I don't watch her show, but I like her stand-up. <clears throat> I don't watch it either, but I hear they dance a lot on it. <laughs> My mom <clears throat> loves Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I mean, uh, not, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I hate to lump her into the lesbian comedian category, but, like, I find her, uh, her Rosie O'Donnell, and all the other lesbian comedians. Well, so I can only think of maybe <laughs> three other or two other ones. Like Wanda Sykes and um, Wanda, she's a lesbian. Yeah, get out of here. True story. Yeah, she is. And the other no. one, I'm trying to oh, <laughs> really? Tripping. Yes, I like Wanda Sykes. She uh, she does a lot of guest uh, cameo guest appearances on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, she does. But yeah. she uh, she yeah she's they don't her character on the show is not a lesbian because she had a boyfriend in one of them and. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> crazy eye killer, crazy eye, crazy eyes, yeah, crazy eyes killer or something. <laughs> I don't know. She she dates dudes in the show mm. in her when she does her appearances. Huh? Really? Yes. True story. Full cause... blown lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I don't follow her around to who, see who what else? she does. Who but, else? Um, the other one. I don't know actually if she is a lesbian or not, but she has a lot of like um like gay supporters, and that's uh, Margaret Cho. I don't find her funny at all. I've seen a couple of her stand-ups. And I don't really know her that well. She's, uh, her, a lot of her comedies from being Asian and, I guess, being gay. But I just don't find her funny at all. Um, I think what it is, it might be either it's just the delivery or maybe it's just the jokes. They're just not funny to me. So it's like, oh, she's on? No, I'm not watching it. I don't even know if I, maybe if I saw it. Uh, what about Kathy Griffin? I think she's annoying. Yes. I don't think she's funny. Yeah, she's she's she, annoying. I, I think so she's annoying. straight, but she, she's she got a huge yeah, gay fan base. The gay guys love her, and she loves them in return. Although I do watch her on CNN when she um, hosts the um, the New Year's Eve thing yeah, with her uh, and Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. That's amusing to me. But 
He's I, he's another gay guy that loves her and has her on. He, he's gay, right? Anderson Cooper. It's, I don't know. It's it's like a <laughs> people are speculating. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's like got his own guy. show on network television on uh I don't know what channel it is. Yeah, it just started. I don't know what it is either, but I wanted to check it out just out of curiosity. But it's been speculated that he's gay, but I don't know if he is or not. He's gay with Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> That's oh, the man. rumor that I heard coming down the pike. <clears throat> <laughs> mm. Wolf is definitely the bear in that relationship. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have no comment on that now. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> oh, what is it? The fifth. Uh, it's always sunny is back on. I need to catch 15th, up on that show. Fifteenth season seven, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Mac is really fat. I don't know how that's going to play into the story. Mm. He's, like, gotten wicked f- I don't know if it's fake fat. Um, I almost wouldn't have known what you're talking about if I didn't see a pre- uh, promo of it recently. So, I know what you're talking about. He's, like, he's sitting there with Dennis, and he's, like, eating a cheesesteak or something, and he, like, shoots his belly with a shot of insulin. He's that's like, hey, you want I some saw. insulin? <laughs> So are there any scripted shows that you watch? Um, I like According to Jim, but that doesn't even run yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's, that's been off for <laughs> years. I'm, I'm, like, I'm such a dork. I watch a lot of TV Land, too. Like I love, yeah, I love Hogan's TV Heroes and mm. Green Acres and mm. Beverly Hillbillies, Gilligan's mm. Island. Like, they're just those shows. I don't like... I don't really... I don't know. Like Sitcoms that come out today just don't interest me. I can't get interested in them. Do you like Everybody Loves Raymond? No. What? I love that show. No, I've seen parts of it, but I'm just, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm not there with you either. Really? Yeah. You hate it? <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> Do you I, mean, like... I just feel, uh, everyone else feels, eh, about Raymond, so. <laughs> not everybody loves him. <laughs> no, not everybody loves him. I don't love it. Uh, Do you like Sanford and Son? I have the entire collection on DVD. Really? Yes. <sighs> See, because, well, no, I... I I'm starting to grow this weird appreciation for it. Mm. <laughs> I I don't know. I've had my TV in my room set to. I I I, I watch Everybody Loves Raymond. and they play like five back to back hours of it up oh, until goodness. like midnight. Oh so I like you know I go to bed with that on. But when I wake up in the morning, Sanford normally Sanford and Son is on. So I give it a chance. Or the Jeff. Sometimes when they play a lot more Sanford and Son than they do the Jeffersons. Jeffersons are good. They're funny. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that was a show that I totally hated. I, for some reason, I, I just didn't like the old man's attitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's actually shows, shows like that I think I've come across or I just kind of hated without ever really giving it a chance. I was, I was like that with uh, Family Guy for a while until I actually started watching it. I don't really watch it now only because it's everywhere, so I'm like, I'll... Whenever I want to watch it, I'm sure I can find it and catch up. But for a long time, I avoided Family Guy because I'm like, no, that show's corny. But then I eventually watched it. I'm like, I oh, like that with The Office. I refuse to watch The Office. Mm. I still haven't seen like more than three seconds of an episode to this day. I and I know. probably won't ever. I'm a big, big fan. I could see where people would, would be like, eh, write it off. But, uh, it's quality TV once you get into it. 
But Sanford and Son falls in that, you know, that Norman Lear era where they were putting out these shows that were really pushing the the race card on, right. on TV with like All in the Family. All in the Family. I think that's the one that started it. Yeah. And, you know. I watched that too. That we, got rejected like three times when they were trying to put that on the air because they kept saying, no, it's too, too yeah, racist too, and stuff. Yeah. Carol O'Connor, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, Sanford and Son was always the one that I was just kind of like, Ugh. and I and I hate his uh, his weird uh, neck beard. <laughs> it's like it doesn't come up above his chin. It's just like this this gray growth of of pubes on his right here. It's just gross. Well, he's he's also I don't know how much you know about. Was Red he Fox. a stand up originally? Yeah, he was a stand up, and he was a really X rated stand up. Uh. So if like. A lot of comedians talk about him, uh, well, a lot of black comedians anyway, and talk about how they would go sneak off to listen to his records and just laugh and laugh and laugh. And I only heard a few of his stuff, actually. His real name before Red Fox was Sanford, wasn't it? Isn't that where the name of the show came from? Somebody told me that. I can't remember. Uh, I don't think that's that's what happened. The original Sanford and Son was actually kind of like a, I don't want to call it a spinoff, but a remake of um, Steptoe and Son, I think. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's an older show, I think, from maybe another country, so maybe that's why. But that's kind of where it came from. Just that dumpy set. I know he lives in a junkyard house, but... It grows on you, though, that show. Yeah, Yeah. no, like like I said, what? either, but it really does grow on you. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I mean, he runs a junkyard, so his house is going to look a junkie. (laughs) And and Lamont. You know, like, if I was Lamont, I would have shot myself so (laughs) long ago. It's just like, you got to cater to this guy, and he's... But he really loves him in right, the show. Exactly. He so. loves his his son to death and vice versa. But my neighbor's yard is like that. It's so mm. bad. There's like three trailers in it, like a mm. uh, couple of broken down cars. There's just piles of tires and wood and oh it's just the most embarrassing thing. It makes our yard look like really good and it's not like the most <laughs> well maintained, but it looks like it is because there's just so awful. We even put up a fence. We're probably going to plant pine Are they like hoarders? Like is the inside yeah, of the house that's what I was thinking about They called the cops on my cat once. On your, on your cat? cat? Yeah, because he said my cat was getting into his, his Into basement. his junk? <laughs> <laughs> he said I was getting into his basement and turning it his exact words where it was, he's, cat's turning my house into a burlesque house. So we got a voicemail oh. from, uh, <laughs> yeah, we got a voicemail from the police department saying, um, your uh, neighbor called us. Your uh, cat is uh, in his yard. Uh, could you please call him and uh, take care of this? <laughs> so, so said. your cat and a bunch of stray cats were all fucking in the neighbor's yard. In the in his basement. Oh, Which, his, I'm sorry, but if my animals were they hit, does he have cats that's down your there? Problem. Or he has no cats? No, he's cats. So your cat was going over there and, and so. fucking around. You can't with... keep a cat in a yard, though. It's an outside cat. It was a stray cat. Like, who knows? It might have been his cat. Hello, I'm the neighborhood hoarder. Um, the <laughs> next door neighbors who yard is much better than mine, but not perfectly maintained. Their cat is over here turning my house into the a burlesque house. A burlesque the house, house of ill repute, and they're fucking down in the basement, and they're knocking over my huge piles of trash. I just organized those newspapers three months ago. <laughs> it might have been a record. I don't know if anyone's ever gotten the cops called on a cat before. That's pretty insane. Wow. Yeah, your cat has a record. I didn't even understand. Like, he called out my dog once because my dog was barking at him. But the dog wasn't in his yard because we do have a fence there. But, you know, dogs can be scary. But the dog barks at me. He's just... From the other, on the other side of the fence. Yep. 
That is. <laughs> Our animals have criminal records. <laughs> <laughs> Your cat is turning my house into a burlesque yep. house. And then, like the cop said that too. They're like, he's saying that. Do you think down in the basement they had like this? Like, um, <laughs> like a balcony somewhere where all the cats would get up on the balcony and like, and like present themselves so you could choose which, which cat you wanted to fuck. There's Maybe a dressing room in the back. You trapped her too. Like she was gone for a day. So I go over there and I'm like, do you have my cat? And he had her like in a little cage. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm small. <laughs> I didn't stand a chance in that fight. Wow. That that is pretty funny. It's some bad neighbors, though, right? You have you ever seen the inside of their house? Oh yeah, it's trashed. It is. Yeah, yeah it's gross. So a hoarder should be called to come and. Yeah, there's always trash. They're just the most interesting people. Yeah, but do you even care enough to want to intervene on some douchebags that fucking? Nope. Well, if they keep trying to uh, arrest her pets, then maybe. Then... We we know a, I know a guy that works for um, that does like plowing in the winter. We were trying to get him to take out his mailbox, but he never did. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably call him, like, because he has so many unregistered vehicles in his car, we, in his yard. We could probably get him in trouble for that, but I don't know. It's just not worth. Is it. is Cov- is Coventry known for a large white trash population? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> um, I don't know. Because like really. I'm, I'm I really like a little bit of mix of both. Like I'm familiar. Like we, uh, my family has a summer home in Lebanon and Lebanon's, you know, nice, very historic town. And Hebron is very up, you know, it's small, but it's up, upper class. And, and then you got, then you got some other towns Originally over from there. Willington though. Willington gets, it like almost gets a little worse as you get farther down yeah. and you get to Ashford and Ashford's just, that's like in high school, my high school was Mansfield, Willington and Ashford and Ashford was always like the rednecks everyone made fun of, but I got a little redneck in me, I guess, but hmm. not where my yard is covered in trash. I want to find the I want to find the incest capital of Connecticut. Every state's got one. I mean, you're from Massachusetts. Athol Athol is like Massachusetts, like incest center, the center of of incest and. Uh... You're from Connecticut originally, right? Yeah. Munson's kind of far from Athol, but if you've ever been to Athol, have you ever seen these people? They're, uh, they're definitely mutations. They're not quite human beings. So even today, <laughs> if people ask you where you're from, you say you're, you're from Connecticut. No. <laughs> I, I live in Massachusetts, but I'm from Connecticut. I'm, I'm originally from Connecticut. Let me make that clear. Although I, I make... <laughs> yes, that is. In Coventry, I know at least five people with like American flag tattoos and stuff. So I guess that kind of qualifies. It. I don't I'm like know. a little bit of redneck, but yeah, there's a line. There's definitely. Do you a line. see? Do you see a lot of truck nuts in Coventry? <laughs> like those, like those, those nuts hanging off the back of. I've seen any of those. <laughs> No, I see some horns sometimes. Oh, I know really? one of my friends has bullhorns on their lawnmower. <laughs> wow, <pretty> bad. <laughs> that's that's to a new extreme. Yep, that's pretty bad. <laughs> but I don't know. See, I guess I don't know. Like we're we're in white collar Connecticut, but I mean not really because South Meriden has. Uh... Yeah, South Meriden has mansions, um, and like those uh, nice 
organized, almost like a, from something you'd see like in a TV show or like from the 50s or something. Uh, that's what South Meriden looks like. But the rest of Meriden, mm, not so much. Depends on where you are. It just it's it's parts. it's it's seen its good days, but we've discussed it before. It's, yeah, Meriden uh, has a little bit of everything, but South Meriden is where you'd find the richer, upper classer people uh, living on a hill, a huge mansion. Oh, there's one in particular that I bring some of my friends to, just to drive by because I wouldn't dare try to <laughs> cross and find out that they have. Oh, you have military stuff in, in there. <laughs> being shot and plus I'm black so you know that makes things a little more uh sketchy so I'd rather not go over there it's uh else I'm invited it's it's a maintained mansion or it's like Edward Scissorhands house um it has to be maintained because I mean it's like maybe a couple acres it's up on a hill like on a hill with a gate like or not even like just a gate gate it's like a stone gate and I can kind of peek inside like driving by so I don't slow down because I'm pretty sure they've got cameras hidden in the bushes just to check who's coming Mm. Probably. Like you have the money, why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I'm thinking. They, they they probably have, like, I'm thinking, like, a spy movies and stuff <laughs> hidden under the grass. So if you kind of enter, all of a sudden something rises up and, like, who are you? <laughs> or, you know, some kind of guards come out with guns, start saying, you know, identify yourself. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't venture out there too much. So I don't want to cause any suspicion. Well, basically, shit does happen in the brighter side of Meriden, so. Yes, indeed. Wait, have you guys lived in that? Have you lived in that house your whole life? The one you live in now? Not my whole life. Um, moved there about '99, so, wow, almost like 11 years. No, 12 years. I can count. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been there for a while. Feels like I moved there like like five years ago, but it's twice than that. And I've been in Meriden all my life. Right. But just this particular house. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. It's a nice house, though. I like it. I like the neighbors, even though I don't talk to them. They're, yeah, they're, they're nice. <laughs> I would love <laughs> to have enough money to, like, have my... I would always love to have a farm, like, my own farm with, like, all the animals, the horses, the cows, the pigs. The only problem with that is I'm kind of lazy, so I'd have to be rich enough to hire people to mm. take care of them. Because every day I want to get up and milk the cows and... Do all the stuff that you have to do, and I would so have to. So you'd want to be a care. farmer that doesn't actually farm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just gonna go like pet the horses when I want. To. Just pop out a bunch of kids, and that's oh, what God. they used to do back in the olden days. Yeah, that's true. They put yeah. their kids to. That's why they had a million of them. I have so like ten, fifteen kids, and I, yeah, just I come from a family of five girls. I don't know if I want that many kids. Uh, it's pretty crazy. My sister got hit in the head with a sock full of rocks once. Did you hit it? No, no, no. It was hit my her? little sister. Yeah, she you left like, that wide it open. It was her rock collection. She kept it in a sock, and she got mad at my older sister. And she doesn't. She didn't realize like you could actually kill somebody. Uh, but with she, a sock <laughs> full of rocks. Well, at that age, I don't think you can. She I'm... threw a pool ball at one of them. Two ones. She was violent. Wow. She's Fourteen now, freshman high school. I accidentally threw like a really large, like almost log at my best friend, and I hit him <laughs> him in the face. But he was all right. It was all right. Yeah. A log? Well, it was like a really large stick. We were just throwing it around. Kids, you know, we just do stuff like that. So just didn't realize. Yeah. So It was an accident, and, you know, he went home crying, and then I went in the house and cried because I'm like, I might have killed him, but, you know, I was a kid. I didn't know anything yet. I want to jump back to Breaking Bad really quick. You saw the the, the first episode in its entirety. Mm-hmm. The feeling you got, the you know, from the first episode, which was the pilot, right? Is it did it intrigue you enough to, or you want to keep going? Uh, yeah, I'll probably keep going because 
as of right now, I don't have anything to follow, even though I think next week are all the TV shows start up again. So That's the one on AMC, right? Breaking yep. Bad? Yeah. And it's one of those shows where I can't just come in the middle. Um, and I think yeah. there's like a lot of shows nowadays that, for me personally, I'd rather start at the beginning yeah. versus jump in because like, all these characters have already been established and there's already these plot lines going on. And I don't just want to come in the middle and I have no idea what's going on because I won't like it. Like The Sopranos. I just started watching The Sopranos like two weeks ago, but mm-hmm. it's all the reruns and none of them are in order, so oh, I really yeah. have no idea what's going on. But that was another show I refused to watch, but now that it's nobody watches it anymore, I started and it's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's one. That's another <laughs> show on my list that I, I will. Yeah, I watch. never, I never, and I and I like, you know, I like uh, Mafia, you know. Well, the guy who did Mad Men, he did right, Sopranos. It's the same so. guy, yeah. Um. So maybe when the office is all said and done, and people no, you know, lose interest, <laughs> you'll never, you'll never go back like eight years after the final season. And I like, like Steve Carell too. Like I think he's pretty funny. He's gone. Yeah, isn't Will Ferrell doing it now or something? No. He was only on for a guest spot. It, no, they oh. teased everybody thinking they were going to bring in the obvious Will Ferrell to Will replace him, but funny. thank God. Like you won't even watch her for that. No. I won't. I won't participate in any Will now. Ferrell, <laughs> any anything Will Ferrell, just because everybody likes Will Ferrell so much. So that's my. Uh, I'm okay with it. That's that's my boycott because you know. Oh, and um, Dane Cook. Sorry, but I just won't. Not a big no. Dane Cook fan. The only Dane Cook I have my moments in waiting. His his uh, his his character in waiting. I've never I'm gonna, seen that movie. Yeah, I'm going to see that movie again. The first time I saw it, I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I said the same thing about a four-year-old virgin, but after I watched that a second time, I loved it. But yeah. So I, I'll give waiting a second chance. I've worked at a restaurant for the last, like, six years, and I've still never seen it. Hmm. So I think I have to. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 more the, it's more the characters and, and the funny game they play in the movie. But, I mean, I guess that I've worked in a lot of restaurants. They, you know... Give you a good idea as to how it goes, more or less, just how the employees of a restaurant become like this sick family. Yeah, mm. that's all I was honest. It's the biggest dysfunctional and, family and, yeah. ever. Depending and, on certain places that you work, it's just going to be like a family. Because yeah. um, at times, Walmart was like a family yeah. to me. And just how the rumors fly, and everybody's so you know, it's <laughs> like you're there to do a job and and go home but nobody seems no. to be able to do that they need to get so involved in one another's business yeah. and lives mm-hmm. and it's like you know i mean <laughs> it's we fun don't, sometimes we, but we don't do that here on the lost isle <laughs> as soon as we're done we all walk we all go our separate ways and to fuck with them <laughs> <laughs> to fuck with you i'll see you next oh, tuesday <laughs> But yeah, I felt I had to come here today because you guys are like my family. I don't know. Yeah, so that's yeah. So forget what I just said because you know, <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a surprise. Especially when you gave me the rundown of what was going, I'm like, Sterling's just gonna stay home and. and yeah, I was gonna stay home, but I'm like, you know what? It's not worth it. Um, um, I gotta move on because there's things I gotta do. That's yeah. That's that's the best. That's the best way to go about it, rather than sit around and mope about it. Nothing you can do about it. Exactly. Your life. Yeah. I mean, it's gone. I'm no use crying over material things. That you know, if I died, what good is that going to do with me anyway? So. And you're right. It is the sentimental value of it, like the book bag and stuff. Yeah, those are the only things I'm really upset about. So, because I mean, I was last month. I was trying to challenge myself to write a poem every day. I only last about a week, but still. 
I came up with at least maybe five really good poems that I really, really liked. And it's been a while since I've been able to do that. Just do it consistently every day. Mm. Um, and fortunately, only one of them actually is actually on my phone. So I'm, I still have that one. But still, all the other ones, are they're gone. Um, and my mom, she was encouraging. She was like, you know, you'll write some more, so you'll be all right. So, And, yeah, I'm... But there, Pretty was, much a, there already was a couple it. in there that you probably like were like, yeah. Yeah, there were. Um, uh, can't remember anything about them right now, and that's something I wish I've, I had better, did better, which is memorizing my poems. Because mm-hmm. uh, a few of my other poet friends, they're pretty good at doing that, but I haven't been able to memorize anything. But I shall work on that. That might be my own personal challenge mm-hmm. after I write some new ones. But, um, I told you about how I used to write, I, I called them rhymes like i would i would always like you jot did down not st- tell me no i think i did one i time. don't think you did I, I wrote it all in the form that it could be it could be like done like like it could be wrapped mm-hmm. you know what i mean it could be like but not that i would do but I you would, don't want to call I it a rap right i would just like you know like so it's more rhymes, of a spoken word poetry right i guess that's what you'd call it yeah but i mean somebody who who can do it could have like oh so you write it for them to it. perform no like i did it in my head but i would never actually like and even if i if i recited it i wouldn't have done it as in like, justice the way you wanted it right. to sound yeah. but i mean in that yeah i went through a phase with that <laughs> so what happened you just stopped yeah, I just well, I I would write them on all these random scraps of paper, and I had this drawer just packed full of them, hmm. and um, and then I cleaned my room out and moved one day, and honest to God, I don't know what I did with that drawer full full of shit. I might have just fucking thrown it all away, but I don't remember throwing it all away. Hmm. But I mean, it was it was like a it was like a dresser drawer, like a sock drawer, just so packed full of like random scraps of paper with these rhymes on them you know it was so packed that you could like barely shut the fucking thing wow but honest to god when i was moving out i don't know what i did with them i don't recall throwing them away but i did they don't exist anymore i mean i not to my knowledge but Mm. honestly you've never told me any of this before i thought i told you about the rhyme i think you're fabricating memories the rhyme uh, era that I went through. That's what I call them, <laughs> rhymes. Yeah, it's like spoken, yeah. Hmm. Well, I always encourage people that have written before to go back to write again. Yeah, writing's great. It's not going to get you anywhere in life, but do it. <laughs> it can. I'm just kidding. It can. No, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just being, uh, Worth a try. I mean, if you don't try, the then. Because you can be a ghostwriter for a rapper. I mean, if it was good. Most people don't write their own songs now anyway. Very true. That's why there's, there's all this cred in the artist industry. And that's why I, I actually admire and respect artists that write their own music more than mm-hmm. the ones that don't. Um, Never mind music. I mean, writers in general. Look what happened when the, the writers, which nobody in the world thinks of, went on strike. Mm, yes. The entertainment industry <laughs> fell, <laughs> you know, came you, to you its okay? knees. I, I didn't know if you jumped or anything. <laughs> that, that, was, that, was, that was the entertainment industry. <laughs> it did. And I mean, you know. How long? That lasted for a while. It lasted for a while. It was back in 2007. Um, I don't know how long, but it, it affected... It was bad. It was bad. It affected 30 Rock. It was bad. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I don't watch many 
chose that come oh, out. That's, yeah, no, it that's was, why I didn't really... It was devastating, and people, you know, people didn't realize something like that would be that devastating, but, all, you know, all these shows and all these movies, you know, it's not the people you see on the screen that make that shit up. It's mm-hmm. all the ugly people that sit in <laughs> big rooms. Thank big you. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. It's it's that the unseen funny. talent, and they are the talent. They're the ones that come up with that shit. I mean... I liked how the uh, late night talk show hosts handled it. They just kind of just improvised, basically, and then they had like antics going on. I wish I watched it, but I didn't. I think it was even. Um, did Johnny Carson write a lot of his own stuff, though. I think so. I think he did. He was good. I was watching like uh, I got a bunch of Netflix of old Johnny Carson shows, and mm. it, was, it, was, it was really good. Best one that there ever was. Yeah, after a night of getting completely sloshed and going home and beating the shit out of his wife, he'd sit down and write a lot of good material. I didn't know he did that. Oh, he was, yeah. Just ruined the moment. He used to, yeah, I know. That just kind of <laughs> killed it for me. He was like Henry VIII. He used to bash his wives' heads in. Really? And get new, yeah. He was awful. I didn't know that. I know that he had that's some crazy great. divorce going on, but that's because like, he, he smashed her face in. That's very in. disappointing. Hmm. Oh, yeah. He was, a, he was a total woman destroyer. Hmm. <sighs> well, just sucked all the air out of that one. But, um, <laughs> like, even, even Colbert and um, Jon Stewart, they still did, like, it like yeah, they weren't. They were just kind of just messing it. up stuff. Yeah, yeah, not messing up stuff, but just yeah, winging it. Basically, like the Daily Show had to become a Daily Show because you know all the writers did, were gone, right, so it wasn't the same thing. It was you know well something that they did. I think it was the two of them and Conan. They were all just running on each other's show, just running around, just you know causing a ruckus. But it was, I guess, it was fun to watch. I, I just read about it in magazines, and I wish I saw it because mm. it's like wow, that looks funny. But um. And I think they all started having beard contest. Well, I, no, that was Letterman and, and Conan. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm just trying to remember everything that happened in the news. Um, yeah, because I follow that stuff. I, uh, I kind of wish Conan didn't shave his beard. I thought it was a good look for him. I do, too. I I was like, eh, I like the beard better now. But It will grow. I'm a, I'm a big Conan yeah. fan. Remember when Carolyn totally, totally fucking shit all over Conan <laughs> because because of his hair basically oh yes and it I will admit it did look like it started rising over the years like it's been getting taller and taller but but and I've seen amazing. other people other guests going Wouldn't on a show you love to run your, yes, your hair yes I want to touch his hair big fucking woof <laughs> I do want to touch his that's hair that's what it's called right a woof <laughs> sounds like a dog that's that's all I can it's a it's a fucking that is my goal woof to become a celebrity so I can end up on his show so I can touch his hair. <laughs> then I will have lived. How many other people... See, I don't... I don't. I mean, I'm a big fan of Conan, but I don't watch Conan's show all the time. But, like, there's it. had to have been a lot of people that have come on and touched his hair, right? Yeah, the last person I saw that to do it was, um, I think, Kristen Stewart. What, was it just a little pat, or has anybody ever really just, like... Oh, I think she just run went in. their Christ. fingers through yeah, his I hair. Yeah, I think she just went in and just, you know, just went crazy. Some people don't believe it's real. It's like this red mountain that, like, <laughs> can, can you penetrate it? It kind of does look like a mountain, though. It, it does. It's just it like a like whole... It's like a weird pearl. I mean, like, his logo is his hair, so yeah. it's it's crazy. It works for him. It does. That's why I'm afraid to cut mine, because I feel like it's a trademark now. So. so if I cut my hair, people won't recognize me anymore. Um. So I guess... New picture day is uh, not happening until next Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I can use my phone because, I mean, that camera's still pretty good. We need to, uh, right, we need to, 
Basically, we just, we just we just need hmm. your picture. I'll be around next Tuesday. No. No, I was gonna tell you that after. Where but the fuck are you gonna be? Now. I got I got an interview. Where? At WCCC. Ooh, For nice. an internship. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. So, it's at one well, o'clock. Oh, mm. on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Did you set that up purposely like that? No, no, that's what he asked me, and I wasn't going to say no, but, so I'm sorry. Well, you are excused I feel for like that. A, I feel like a ditcher, and I've only been here not very long. I'm not happy here either. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> well, you're excused. Anyway. Thank you. I guess you can too, so. <laughs> I mean, there's only, there's only one person who is a true... A, a, a true man of the lost dial. He walks, he stumbles in out of a morning of fucking chaos and tragedy <laughs> and, and still comes in. That is pretty awesome. To fucking. Not like a tree fell in my house. Pick me up <laughs> off of my stupid ass, fumbling and fucking everything up. You had the thing running and you had, you had stuff going on. It, it was going to be a nightmare. As soon as everybody got up at the end and walked out, I was going to delete each one and be like, yep, it aired. <laughs> Nobody listens to the fucking show anyway. I mean, the people who make the show. You you peruse it. I'm the only retard that actually, like, studies each one. I go back and listen and break it down and analyze it. Well, my mother does, too. She goes back and she kind of not necessarily critiques it, but just, like, says the stuff that she liked or things she didn't like. But she'll usually do it, like, all in one day. Um, like when she's at work or something and she's like, Oh, I, did you hear me laughing or anything? I'm like, no, I didn't hear anything. I was asleep. So, but, um, yeah, she, she listens too. So there's listeners out there and ladies, hello ladies. So, so your interview is on Tuesday. Yes. I wonder if that means that you would be doing Tuesdays. I don't know. Because well, what we know, uh, I don't know anything. Uh, yeah, no, that's good that you're gonna get in on uh, get in there. Um, you knew that Haley's there, right? Is she? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, she mm -hmm. does her thing on Mondays, and uh, Ogre. Yeah, Ogre's there. That. No, Justin, a kid from my class, just got Thursdays. Oh yeah. I guess they are running out of days. Huh. Well, it might not necessarily be Tuesday. Just that's the day they want to interview. I was like, well, we're gonna give you Monday. So, well. We'll find out. If they if they place you for Tuesday, <laughs> I will go over to WCCC and burn that motherfucker <laughs> to the ground so that nobody can intern there. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> you, you, that's how I feel. You step, you know, you try and fucking take away new talent from the Lost Dial. I will fucking bomb WCCC headquarters. That is a legitimate threat. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess I'll say this now that I'm going to. I'm going to have the fucking FBI <laughs> showing up tonight. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be making threats. Like that. Yeah, because no. I, I was going to put in an application to. Uh, I think the email that we got yesterday. What was it yesterday? I haven't checked my email in a couple of days, so I'm. Oh, so you didn't even get my my memo today? No. I got it this morning when I got here. Oh, when you got here, so it's not yeah. too late. So they went over to the computer. Hmm? Yes, I'm going to uh, apply to that to try to be a board operator over there. Oh, that's cool. But the. Uh, the, Where? Uh, Buckley Radio. But the uh, hours will, would keep me from being here at 11 if I get the job. Yeah, 4.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Oh, which is man. Like, they're That's crazy early. hours, but like, I don't think I'd mind it because it's something I enjoy doing. You, you know? get used to it, too. Yeah. And it'd be getting a paycheck, which I haven't gotten a real one since February. So, Actually, no, April. That's when the uh, severance ran out. Sadness. 
Um, I, I was just looking over. Say say again. What radio? <laughs> you weren't paying attention at all. Well, no, and then I and then that popped up, so I started looking at that. What a, uh, what? Bu- if Bush, I show you something Bushwhack. shiny, you're just going to start looking at that. <laughs> Bushwhack radio, what? <laughs> uh, Buckley radio. Buckley radio. Yeah, they, are, they have what? positions opened. Um, a radio station? The, I don't know any of the call call signs at all. It, I saw a job opportunity, so I'm like, I'm going to go for it. So My resume is under review right now. Not to, with them. I'd send it to somebody to look at to make sure it looks nice. And mm. uh, I'll send it out ASAP. Because uh, soon my internship's going to run out, and I need a real job. So, oh, they're going to cut you off at a. Well, the after the movie's done filming, what else is for me to do? Well, don't they have anything else going on? Um, they might, depending on how well the movie does, but we won't know that. Well, maybe like they have some year. other projects in the works. You know, Young Studios does, but I don't know if they're going to need me for it because mm-hmm. they already have like a crew of people. So, they've just brought on a lot of people to help them make this make the film what it is so mm-hmm. once the film is done then everybody else they're all going to go on to separate pro- projects so and i've only been brought on for the film okay so well <laughs> interesting and i have to talk to my aunt too because i think she knows somebody who knows somebody who <laughs> knows tyler perry and they're looking for someone I who just apparently heard like me on the radio this morning that he is the he makes the most money in entertainment like flat I believe out. it. Like from last May to this May, he made like $130 million or something. Mm-hmm. And if I can get a job working with or working for him, I'm going. So oh, yeah. Definitely. I'm just going to – I'll just <laughs> say awesome – I'll call everybody say, uh, Tyler Perry called me. Um, I'll see <laughs> you guys later. I'll keep in touch most definitely. I mean, Tyler Perry <laughs> actually is connected with uh, Diamond Ruff because we had um, this one actor who was going to be the star and – Tyler Perry wanted him, so he took him. Oh. I think he like paid like the contract to be broken, so they they got him. So he's everywhere though now. Tyler Perry, he is. You like can't go a day without hearing his name. I don't care if fucking Medea is worth thirty <laughs> billion dollars. Really? <sighs> it's it's crazy, but. But it's it's entertainment. It's what I've I always this, wanted to I do. I wish this like building years. was a couple more stories tall so I could go fucking jump off. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> All right, Medea. You want to take Medea over this lucrative oh, uh, no, radio I, I, show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't think shit about you know the lost style at all because I'd if anything, probably like a big name attached to it would bring more people to it. That's why I wanted to get guests to come here so they can you know. Spread the word to other people. It's like, hey, this show is pretty fun. They just mm. talk about anything and everything. Yeah. And they let us play music. Ty, uh, you want to associate the Lost Isle with Tyler Perry? So no, my name, just my name. Oh, and you're I'm the connection so. with Tyler Perry. I'm connected with a lot of different things. So, right. like a web, like a whole <laughs> network. Yeah. Networking. That's all. What this is all about. That's anyway, what it is all about. Um, shit, I had a good question for you, but I lost it in the, uh, fucking, my Mother. disbelief of Medea's family <laughs> reunion. Um, I actually haven't watched his last couple movies. He puts one out, like, every fucking three months. This is true. That's probably why you made it. He even it has another TV show coming out, too. Really? Uh, yep. Wow. 
I will admit I don't like this, the TV shows. Uh, they're not well, all that too amazing much. to me. I mean, Was he at House of Pain and then... Um, Meet the Browns. Yeah, I, don't and I think he's got another one coming out maybe this year. He's a busy man. I only know that because they come on after Fresh Prince Bel Air. I like that show. <laughs> of course, all the shows that I've already ended. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's like music. It's the only music I listen to, too. Stuff much. that's already been out. I mean, isn't there a big difference, though, between being busy and being busy producing a whole bunch of crap? Make some money, though. People, somebody <laughs> no. likes it. Somebody likes it because, yeah. I mean, he's had a following for a very long time, like way back when he was I'd doing, like to, how did when he start? doing stage plays. That's how he started. That's how it started? He started out living in his car, uh, writing and producing these stage That's awesome, plays. awesome, though. Wow. Work your way up Yeah, see, yeah. When, I, yeah, when I hear these rags-to-riches stories from, you know. You got to respect it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So that's Especially. why I definitely admire the guy. I don't necessarily care for everything that he comes out with, but I mean, with a work ethic that he has. What happened in his childhood, though, that made him obsessed with dressing up like an old lady, though? <laughs> I, Some, don't know, I don't know if it's obsession. I, <laughs> think, it's just I think something <laughs> scarred him pretty bad in his childhood that, you know, he just he, he has this desire to be an old woman. I think it was just because it was just a popular character he came up with, and everybody loved it. After the first one. After the first Everything one, yeah. Everything now has million sequels anyway. Yeah. So even, I mean, I can't even believe that um, they came out with a Big Mama's 3, Part 3. I didn't even know they had. Yeah, it didn't do very well. I don't think. <laughs> I don't even really want to watch it at all. I kind of want to forget it existed. So you have to ask Martin Lawrence what he wanted to do with uh, dressing up as an old woman. They don't make movies like they used to. I saw, it was called Four for Texas this weekend. It's Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin, and it was all about like a riverboat they were trying to get, and they were like enemies. Hmm. It was a great movie. Hmm. Like, you just sat there, and it was just... Like, cause lots of movies, you feel like they're dragging, and you're mm-hmm. like, when is this going to be over? But it was just a really good movie, and then they do, like, the fighting, and it looks so fake, and all the effects <laughs> are so bad, but... You still just love it anyway. Yeah, it's just a good story. But I would recommend I mean, that movie. Four well, for Texas. Four for Texas. Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. Hmm. Gotta love Netflix Frank Sinatra. Well, um... Although I did not like the original Ocean's Eleven. I tried watching it a few times. Yeah, I... It was when, all when right. did that come out? I didn't like the 12 or 13 either, though. You're dead to me. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, did that have the rap like pack in, in it? Yeah. I had like pretty much the whole rap pack. Yeah. Really? They did the original? Yep. That I felt kind of dragged on in the middle until they actually got yeah. to the heist. It was kind of slow. And then I will say for Ocean's 12, it's not really that great of a movie, but being such a fan and watching it numerous times, I start to like it a little more. But... To people watching it for the first time. No, not no, really. That's not good. It's 13 should have been what 12 was. That's, hmm. that's my opinion. Hmm. I love 13 and 11. Nah, I just, I never got into those movies. Nah. And like, I can't say I like the new Ocean's Eleven more than the old one just because I'm always the type of person who says they never remake anything better. Mm. I always stick with the classics. So even if I do think that, which I kind of do, I like, it's really <laughs> hard to admit. I understand. I'm usually the same way, and there's a few exceptions, which I can't think of off the top of my head. But that is one of them where I felt that the remake was better than the original. Only because I was bored by the first one. I can't, I can't think of many, though. Not many at all. There's only one song. This is actually a Beatles song that it kills me to say because I love the Beatles, always listen to them, but Joe Cocker did a little help with my friends better than the Beatles did. Hmm. And that kills me to say, but they did. I What's like the name of this movie so again? Uh, four for Texas. 
I'm sorry, but any remake of a Ringo song is going to be better than a Ringo song. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I could argue with you for a while. I love the he, Beatles. I grew up with them. Well, I love the Beatles, but you got to admit that uh, uh, they, they, they were... I'm gonna have a big argument right now. They, 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 they were they they felt bad for Ringo because Ringo was slightly retarded, and <laughs> they brought him in, you know, because of his retardation. He no, was they an, brought him in because they needed a drummer because Pete Best was an asshole. Right, and 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 the only you know the closest thing they had was Ringo, and they felt bad for him, and that's and he just you know they couldn't get rid of him. It was like a you know. No, he was like the go-between guy. Like when John and Paul weren't talking, they would send Ringo over to their house and be like, tell him I said this, like right. really immature, but he wasn't bad. I mean, that's what most parents do with their retarded children. <laughs> they make so them the messenger? It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. So they, they played Ringo for a fool and, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Nothing, <laughs> I love the Beatles. <laughs> no, I love the Beatles too. I have nothing against Ringo, but. <laughs> you sound like I mean, you know when when people you know shit all over Dylan's voice and and you know Neil Young's well, voice. The thing about Bob Dylan is he has song the songwriting. Like there are so many songs that people sing that you didn't even know he wrote. Mm, yeah. Right. He's amazing. I think I he's just Bob listening Dylan. to him sing for I don't know maybe more than five songs. I think I can can't handle. Oh, no, I saw him live a couple of years ago and. He was. Still, he still sounded. You know, he sounded like Bob Dylan. But yeah, I've heard awful, awful reviews about the past ten years of Dylan live. What disappointed me is he didn't sing any of the songs you want to hear. Mm. Like I wanted to hear "Lay Lady Lay," "Blowing in the Wind," right. all those songs. But no, like, but just he like was... a woman, I would die to hear him sing that. But he sang "Rainy Day Woman." He came out with that, which was pretty awesome. And then he sang "Highway 61," and that was it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, when he put out Modern Times and whatever the last album that nobody he put cares. out, like, mm-hmm. right? I mean, sorry, he, it's cool that you're still trying, but nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that. I hear that. Nobody like, wants with, to hear uh, that. Modern Times was pretty good I with Prince too, because uh, I think my aunt goes to go see him in concert, and she wants to hear like all the classics, but he mm-hmm. only comes out with his new stuff. And mm, it's just that's not what you want to hear. Yeah, you want to hear the classics. It's like I want to hear what you are famous for. Mm-hmm. So. Like, but no, I want to play you this. No, but I've no, I, even like diehard, devoted Dylan fans, I've heard them be like, eh. you know, whether they've seen him. The past ten years has just been like, it, I've heard, you know, huge, huge waste of time, money no, and resources. Far to, from waste of time, though. It was, <laughs> it was a good show. So overall, Willie Nelson a good show. and John Cougar were there too. Hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Oh. All right, so. They told me to kick you out. <laughs> All right, well, we're kicking you out for the last three seconds. Yes, we're being kicked out now. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for uh, sticking around for the second segment of uh, The Lost Dial. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you, Sterling. Thank you again for coming in, period. Yes, well, you're, you're, I don't know. I <laughs> had rather been here, so. Good, good, good. Thank you, Cougar, for sticking around. Nice bag. It's shiny. Oh, you have leopard print. But, yeah, okay, we'll get into that next week. (laughs) All right. Adios, everybody. Thank you very much. Love you all. Goodbye.